Are you looking to reach your full potential and achieve success in business and in life? Want only tried and tested guidance from people who have truly made an impact? You have come to the right place. Welcome to Five Questions with Dan Shabell. New York Times bestselling author Dan Shabell distills the most actionable and tangible advice from a variety of world-class humans, including entrepreneurs, authors, Olympians, politicians, billionaires, Nobel Prize winners, TED speakers, celebrities, astronauts, and more. Inspirational guidance, practical advice, and concrete solutions. Our 15-minute power chat starts now. Welcome to the 15th episode of Five Questions with Dan Shabell. As your host, my goal is to curate the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is the head of TED and the host of the TED Interview Podcast, Chris Anderson. Born in Pakistan, Chris studied at Woodstock School in India before moving to Moncon Combe School in England. At the University of Oxford, he studied physics, then changed to philosophy, politics, and economics, graduating in 1978. Then, in 1984, one year after I was born, he was captivated by the home computing revolution and became an editor of two of the UK's early computer magazines, Personal Computing Games and Zap. A year later, he founded Future Publishing with a $25,000 bank loan. In 1994, Anderson moved to the United States where he built Imagine Media, publisher of Business 2.0 magazine and the creator of the popular video game user's website IGN, which expanded to publishing 150 magazines and websites with 2,000 employees. This success allowed Anderson to create a private nonprofit organization, the Sapling Foundation, which eventually acquired the TED Conference in 2001. Since then, the TED Conference has become one of the most prestigious stages in the world, and through the TEDx initiative, over 100,000 TED Talks have been published online, generating billions of views. Chris is the New York Times bestselling author of TED Talks and host of The TED Interview, a podcast where he speaks with some of the world's most interesting people to dig into the provocative and powerful ideas of our time. So there's been over 100,000 TEDx and TED Talks since you've started. How do you keep the brand fresh? It's a lot of talks. Most of those are from TEDx, which is the initiative where we let people around the world host their own events and um, they upload them to YouTube. That's probably where 95% of those are, are from. Um, how do we keep the brand fresh? The world is, doesn't get any less interesting, right? Um, knowledge is not like ice cream. <laughs> you know, it's not like the more you have of it, the more sick you get of it, the more interesting it gets. So, I don't know, the more, the more really interesting ideas that are out there, the more it makes you curious. And what is your responsibility as someone who's curating different voices and ideas? You have to find the ideas that matter. Our mission is ideas worth spreading. Um, ideas are really powerful things, and that can be powerful both ways. Like, bad ideas can be extremely destructive. So, yeah, so we, we, we take that responsibility seriously and try to find things that are based in truth and that are actually going to help people's lives. And that's, that's, that involves having a team of people who are just passionate about that mission take it seriously. How have these ideas changed how you work and live? Gosh, so, so many ways. Um, you know, professionally, even like the biggest things that happened in TED's history, like the decision to give our talks away for free on the internet. I mean, that idea itself probably came from TED Talks, from people like Kevin Kelly and Clay Shirky and Howard Rheingold back in the early 2000s were talking about 
how you know the rules of business were changing because of the internet. And so we, we uh, said, okay, well, let's try this then. Um, so it was directly inspired by that. Um, I mean, for me personally, and I think for a lot of people who listen to TED Talks, talks about happiness and um, how to lead your life in a way that will be more meaningful, more satisfying, that those are the biggest ones. That the science of unhappiness is really unintuitive. And, um, and by, just by changing what you know about how your brain works, you can make things feel a lot better. How have you seen some of these ideas materialize in society? That happens in, in, in lots of different ways. You know, that there are um, policies and stuff that's put out there that eventually some government, someone may pick up. But I, I think the most interesting way that change happens is that people who watch a lot of TED Talks shift from being spectators to being agents. Like you make that mental shift of, um, oh, the future's coming out there and I can't do anything about it, to um, the future hasn't yet been written. And um, I can see a lot of other people doing really interesting stuff to make a difference. I could, I could play a part in that. That shift, I think, is incredibly healthy and really exciting. You've been doing this for a long time. And you're waking up every morning, coming to this office, maybe traveling to a new place, New Delhi, all these places you're going to, which are really exciting. And you're involved in podcasting and all these mediums. What keeps you going? What keeps you really excited to continue to make ideas spread? I mean, it's partly just hearing great stories um, pretty much every day from people who have been impacted in some way. Um, I had an email yesterday from a guy in Las Vegas who's using TED Talks to share with inmates, preparing them for reintrodu reintroduction back into the world. Um, there's, um, there was a story recently about um, one of our TED Prize winners who'd, who'd um, you know, created this citizen science service to to discover, use um, space images to discover ancient artifacts. And um, she'd recruited a 90-year-old on the other side of the country who was using her technology to be a space archaeologist. I mean, there's just so many ways, big and small, in which people engage, and um, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Chris. To follow his journey, you can listen to his The TED Interview podcast on iTunes and find him on Twitter where he shares his ideas, conversations, travels, and articles. We hope you enjoyed today's show and the amazing advice our guests provided. Remember that you can only benefit from advice if you can act on it. Before you do, we would appreciate your feedback in form of a review. You can leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or a podcatcher of your choice. Your feedback would be very much appreciated. Head over to danshawbell.com slash review now.